1: And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Pete Kamoyland. And that is Maddie Mass. Maddie, immediately. What is that behind you over your shoulder?
0: <laughs> it's uh it's Jolly's so? Jolly's caricature from LA. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when we were I in LA for, when we were in LA for the All-Star game, we had a John Boy media party. Um, oh, and guess? there was a caricature guy. And if, if Peter would have been there, but he had a late flight, if he would have been there, we would have gotten a Farm to Fame caricature.
0: Man,
2: I missed that on so much, didn't I?
0: You think it looks like Jolly?
1: It was the good picture yes. night. You missed the good picture night. I did miss night. the
2: good picture night. I, and I, the I photo booth, yeah. Two and a half hour weather delay in D.C., followed by a four and a half hour, five hour flight. And then I didn't even get to come to party.
1: It made me so <laughs> Then
2: but then i made up for it for not sleeping for two days and my voice still sounds like this
1: love that for
2: you love that for us
1: um how is everyone peter is in philadelphia
2: i am i'm staying at a yes. hotel where they have a remote box in case you guys were ever in need of something completely unnecessary
1: that's so right here's a that's good so gift idea so show Show hotels, baby. It's ridiculous. Um, I am in Milwaukee. This hotel is haunted. Um,
2: officially by the painting in the background, if you didn't notice, they've yeah, announced like,
1: it. No, like this morning. Okay, so like the hotel the team stay at is like uh, officially notoriously
2: haunted. haunted. Uh, officially, people have seen ghosts. Things have been moving. I don't believe in ghosts. So I've have you heard anything.
1: stories from act from actual teammates? Because yes. I've heard stories from guys. Yes. What have you heard? I think just Julio the, Tehran had a story.
2: Just the noises, like the curtains moving, the noises, the but the, the air conditioner sits on a flat bed that points upward at the curtain. So of course the curtains are going to move. Everything's explainable that people have said that they've seen.
1: There's the there air conditioning. <laughs>
2: so I know the hotel quite well. <laughs> And um. that's that's my point. Like it's it's there's everything that people said that they've seen. I'm like, yeah, but what about? It's it's very explainable. But people that want to believe will just allow themselves to believe.
1: Yeah. Well, this hotel's haunted, and I woke up. <laughs> I woke up this morning. I've been here. This is the, we had a weird wraparound series. So like we have it's a four gamer. We started Friday. We finished today, which is Monday. Then we're gonna fly to Denver. Get in at freaking two a.m. Um, and play tomorrow. No off days. Anyway, I wake up this morning. First thing I see that I notice for the first time is this piece of art. And there's literally like two ghost women. There's like two people on. If I'm so sorry if you're listening to the podcast and you're so confused right now, but it's a painting of two real life in-person humans standing, standing on, on top of like a bench. Picture Tom and then, and
2: Cruise and the and the Oprah Winfrey interview.
1: Okay. I don't I don't know that, but like picture it. And then there's like two ghosts on either side, and I'm like, okay, so we're just gonna like play into this, anyway. How was it to see freaking Shohei Otani pitch in person? I know he didn't have a good outing against you, but like,
2: oh, it was the best. It was the best six run outing you're ever gonna see in your life. He was (laughs) dominant for six innings, and then gave up six runs in the seventh.
1: Are you serious? Yes. Oh, I didn't. I just saw the final line, and I was like, "Oh, we didn't have a good game." He's Dang! So you got to see the, good Shohei.
2: He's the best baseball player in the world, and it's not even close.
1: Did he hit a home run this series?
2: Yes, he hit an absolute missile into the chop house.
1: Was this your first time seeing him play in person?
2: Live, yes. And it's he's oh fast. He's oh faster gosh. than <gasps> everyone. He's got more power than everyone. He throws better than everyone. He's better looking than everyone. Yeah. uh he's got a better culture than everyone like he's more grounded he's nice he's lovely to everyone he's respectful like he's the nicest best did you get a him? World. no you can't get close to him no
1: was it a media circus there
2: yes okay. yeah it's um just like yeah but we had three sellouts in a row we, we had the biggest attendance yeah. in a three-game series in the history of of true
1: i would imagine i mean was like crazy
2: and it was so hot oh yeah well yeah people were just melt july and watching the angels and no trout so that sucked
1: yeah that's what i was gonna ask next what's wrong is trout hurt
2: i think he's got a uh it's something i don't, I don't know it's Dude, so the they're one tr- time they're in trouble though.
1: yeah the one time that i've gotten to see the angels play in person the braves played them in like 2017 or something at anaheim and um, it was when Mike Trout broke his thumb. And the first game of our series was when they announced that he was going on the IL with a fractured thumb. Um, so he didn't get to see play him the play then. And then he's hurt for this series. Yeah. So have you ever gotten to see Mike Trout play in person?
2: I've faced Mike Trout, but I was faced him when I was with the Kansas Ooh. City Royals.
1: Yeah, That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I really hope I get it. I'm, I'm anxious to see next year. I mean, I know we're going to play the Angels, the Rockies will, but, like, I'm very curious to see how the schedule shapes out. Like, are mm. when you're playing all 30 teams, like, are you playing 15 teams at home, 15 on the road, and then I've, it flops? It's like
2: they, they, they <clears throat> pick and choose. You you don't have to play home and, and, and road. You have to just play them one series at in least. In general. Yeah.
1: Peter caught a home run in the home run derby.
2: Sure you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out if you haven't seen it.
1: It was phenomenal though, because if you listen to John Boy Media, you know, last year that Ploof got hampled and it was like a big goal of the company this year to catch a home run ball. And like, we had to pay attention the whole time because we were getting peppered in our peppered.
2: area. It was, there was, as far as the amount of home runs that threw in our general direction would, you'd think that our chances of getting one would be high. But the minute those balls go into the crowd, it's like there's 30 people from 30 different seats trying to get that one ball. So it's it's a free-for-all, especially lower down. I think I got lucky. I think a lot of people didn't see the ball that I was going for because it wasn't a lot of people going for it. Or maybe I was just that athletic.
1: But you're also very tall and athletic.
2: And standing on the back of the seat. Don't tell anyone Dodger Stadium. But I was standing on the back of the seat in front to get the leverage to get up. Did you fall? A little bit. I hit the back of my head, yeah.
1: Did yeah. it hurt? that you I, were I just a, overtaken by adrenaline.
2: It didn't hurt until about three hours later when I felt the back of my head. I was like, "Oh, that didn't feel right." I, think I, hit, breeze, I think I hit the stairs uh, in the in the stairwell. So, but it's worth it. Hundred percent worth it. Do it all again right now. Where
1: where did you decide to display the ball? So it's actually you um, have it. You have the ball. <laughs> it's
2: with me somewhere. I might I might have actually unpacked it, but it was with me for the longest time. It's at home.
1: It is okay, at home. I okay. it.
2: So it's at home. But I'm, I have to... I took it to work the other day uh, and showed it on 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 the uh, set. But now it's at home and I've got to give it to Sam. So,
1: oh, I forgot that Sam gets it.
2: Well, to just to give you a backstory, as I'm leaving the house, Sam says, hey, Pete, catch me home run. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to. And so... Uh, and then I said, if I don't, I'll run down to the field and I'll grab you a ball anyway. But I didn't need to because... There it was. So she gets it. <laughs> um all you gotta do is ask, guys. Juan
1: Soto won the home run derby, which was um incredible given what we're going to be talking about today. So if I don't know how many people put money on Juan Soto to win it, but DraftKings probably would have allowed you to. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, they they definitely would have. I think Pete Alonso was the favorite on there. But well, yeah. if you want to bet on Juan Soto some more the rest of the season and I have heard that his second half of the season is better than the first half of the season so if there was ever a time to bet on Juan Soto when he's low because I think his first half of this season was lower than people expected you could turn that big league action into big winnings with DraftKings Sportsbook it's an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball new customers bet five dollars on any game and get $100 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can combine multiple bets for a shot at even bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays. At DraftKings Sportsbook, you'll be able to bet on your favorite batter to hit a double in his next plate appearance, your favorite pitcher's next pitch to be a strike, and so much more. Hmm. So, like we said, go take a look at the Juan Soto's, go bet. Juan Soto, forget about hitting a double at his next plate appearance. Bet on him to hit a home run because DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $100 in free bets instantly. That's promo code JOHNBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission.
1: Well done. Um, the big talk this week is where in the heck and Bob is Juan Soto. He's not going, going to land.
0: He's not going anywhere. So this is hmm. what I wanted to do. We okay. have we have some prospect trade proposals lined out. Yes, I want a before and after. I want you guys to give a prediction before. We'll run through these proposals and then we'll reevaluate how we stand after the conversation.
1: John Heyman has been tweeting about it a lot and he tweet. So it looks like it's the Cardinals who have the best shot, according to media Padres, Dodgers and Mariners. Mariners.
2: Yeah.
1: Howdy. Um, So
2: here's the thing. Right now, all it's going to cost you is prospects. Well,
1: I thought that they said that they want some major league talent too.
2: Sure, but there's still prospects. When you talk about uh, Mackenzie Gore and when you talk about uh, CJ Abrams and when you talk talk about guy, we're talking about MLB ready, but they're still young and haven't proven themselves. So I still call them considered prospects-ish.
1: Okay.
2: My point is, even if you get Soto and you can't extend him, You get Juan Soto for 12 months and then you can re-up and resell him with six months to go or three months to go at the next trade deadline and get back some prospects If because he's going to sign the biggest deal in the history of the game. Boris is not going to let anything but that happen.
1: So the point they were making on Talking Baseball was essentially that, like Jimmy was saying, literally trade everybody and anyone because if you get him... This trade deadline, you have him for this postseason run, and then you have him for two more seasons after that before he becomes a free agent. But you're thinking that whoever gets him will try to trade him, get him for like a year and a half, and then try to...
2: It, the, the the goal would be to extend him. But as I said, there's only a couple of teams that are going to be able to afford to pay one Soto what Scott Boris is going to want to get for him.
1: Don't tell Jimmy that
2: unless they Boris is not the kind of guy that's going to say, Oh, we'll just do one year every time and see if we can max out.
1: Okay. So I have a question for you that I think Maddie is going to have to get us back on the rail tracks after this. Um, Okay. I know that the Braves, I mean, every team could use Juan Soto, obviously. And I know you would probably love to have Juan Soto, but the Braves are a pretty, I don't want, I don't know if they're a complete team. I don't watch them enough. Just lost Duval
2: yesterday for the end of the season. I saw
1: that. Okay. So what would you, what would you give up? What would be your trade proposal to get Juan Soto to the Braves?
2: I don't think that um, the only thing that I think would work would be Acuna because of the cost. The only thing, that's the only thing that, the, that Washington would accept because of the cost. They get their superstar. They're trying to sell the team. They need someone on the team to be able to sell the team. Otherwise the team value goes down. If they can't sign Soto or get a superstar to replace him, the value of the team goes down. Acuna has got cost control, which is what the Nationals would want. They get their superstar, and no one's ever going to do this deal. But that's the only thing. That's the only package that I think the Braves do. Could y'all put not together. have?
1: I mean, who are your who are your top three prospects?
2: That's a you tough question
1: me. off the top of your head. I'll get you
2: it because I don't know who it is right now. It, it used to be the four guys that we traded to Oakland. Kyle Harris
0: is Kyle Muller, yeah. Bryce Elder, yep. Brandon shoemaker and Vaughn Grissom. There you go.
1: But that makes sense. They've had so many good young guys come up. That... Exactly.
0: They're
2: all they're all in the big leagues right now. All they were just yeah. in that trade to to go and get. you know, Yeah. Awesome. So, so that's my point. I don't think the Braves have anything except for Ronald to, to be able to offer him, and they're never going to offer him Ronald. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do the MLB
0: guys too, Michael Harris and Strider, yeah. and like yep. they could. Would be you give
1: there, up Michael Harris could... and Spencer Strider? Oh, no, no chance. Oh, not for Juan Soto?
2: Not for two, because the Braves won't sign him for the $500, $600 million contract that he's supposed to want. There's just, there's there's not a team. Like, I wouldn't give up those two guys that could be essentially core members of your team for the next six years under cost control for a 12-month rental of Juan Soto and hope to get some prospects back.
1: This is wild. Yeah. Okay, Maddie.
0: Why don't you run through the, the, what the pro- trade proposals are? First and foremost, before we dive into all these packages, because
1: Ooh.
0: MLB.com posted an article and at the top, it just says MLB.com. Yeah, there's no name. Yeah, I was going to credit whoever put it the list together, but credit to Brian Murphy <laughs> slash MLB.com, whoever put this list together. I wanted to run through what they believe are the highest likelihood prospect packages that can get Juan Soto. Now, before we dove in, I did want to get your guys' opinions. Do you think Soto's moving? And if so, what does your gut tell you? I think, honestly, what kind of package is St. Louis thinking
2: about throwing together if that's what they're thinking about throwing together? I just don't know what it's going to take because I don't think, like, Kelinek 12 months ago from Seattle was a steal, but Kelinek in a deal right now isn't very attractive. Yeah. So, it's going to take it's going to take a Strider and a Michael Harris, I think, plus three of your top ten prospects.
1: Okay. So,
0: seemingly not an answer, Kelsey.
1: I think it's. Um,
0: He's not going anywhere.
1: Sixty okay. percent. I don't know. I feel like there's so much momentum around it right now that I maybe I'm sixty percent that he goes. that he stays, but I think there's a big chance that he stays just because like we're days away from August 2nd. And the point that I've heard made a lot is like a lot of these teams are obviously putting their top and best prospects on the line, but they might have other moves that they need to make. So they don't want to have all of those guys on hold and then not be able to address any other moves at the deadline. So I think, I think teams are going to be going with their final offers on Soto to give them more time to make moves with those prospects, if it's not accepted, I think he's going to end up going to the Cardinals. But I think that's just because that's all I'm seeing on social media. Um, okay. Super professional opinion. He looks great in Yankee pinstripes on the on the uh, MLB Fit Instagram account. He looked great in pinstripes,
2: Maddie. When you saw the package that was in that article for the Yankees, what would you think? Do it. What.
0: Yeah, why not? Soto. Because you want to win the World Series this
2: year.
1: The you think package you that we're gonna get to is insane okay, of what go. they would send for the audience. Right. Come on. Yeah.
0: So let's start with what the Cardinals package could be because they've emerged as the front runner over the past couple of days. Now, interestingly enough, this MLB.com article doesn't have the Cardinals listed. So I went to another article from Scott Polakek at Bleacher Report. Is that two or three k's? That's a lot of case. And this is what he's outlining as like the pieces that would most likely be moved for the Cardinals trade. Dylan Carlson, our guy from last year. Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, Nolan Gorman, who is having a good rookie season. Brendan Donovan, who is an MLB player. That's four MLB players. And prospects such as Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, who's the shortstop that threw a ball across the infield over 100 miles an hour. Matt Liberatore, who's regarded as one of the top pitching prospects in MLB. So seven
2: prospects, four, three prospects, and he's, well, Liberatore's in the big leagues now too. So five MLB-ready big leaguers and two prospects. I believe
1: they've... I believe they've come out and said they want guys who can plug into their big league roster. immediately. Sure,
2: but what is the, what are the Cardinals going to do to replace four or yeah. five big leaguers with one left fielder?
1: So this account that I was telling you guys about that, I have no idea if it has any credibility, but they had tweeted out finally got word on what the second offer for Soto was from the Cardinals. This was declined. Cardinals receive Patrick Corbin, Juan Soto, 35 million cash. Nationals receive Dylan Carlson Jordan Walker Joshua Baez, Michael McGreevy and in addition they want two to three of Wynn who's the fast thrower up across Diamond not on the mound Edmund Gorman um a man
2: so the cash and the Corbin like that's the other that's the other interesting part is that they're going to try and dump Corbin's contract yeah. on whoever takes is there any other contracts that they're going to try and get rid of it too? But I think they need to throw a Finnegan in there if they want to, like someone would want to get, and uh, this is the thing. If you're going to get Soto, you're going to want to take maybe Bell and maybe a Finnegan or a, you know even Annabelle Sanchez, like something.
1: Is he still pitching?
2: He's still pitching. We've good placed him last him. week. He looked really good too.
1: Good for him.
2: Yeah. Uh, his Velo's back. His Velo's up to like 93.
1: How old is he now?
2: He's not that old. He's been around for a long time though.
1: We're off the tracks.
2: We're off the tracks
0: again. So, <laughs> Cardinals, do you think that guy? Do you think that this is legit? They're the front runner at this point. If that's the, what they're throwing, I, I mean,
2: how do the Nationals look at that and go, "We're probably going to get something better in six months." The longer you wait, the less prospects and the less package is going to. The smaller the package gets. Like it's, I was shocked at who was who was that got traded last year, and it didn't really take a lot. Anyway, I'm not going to. We'll get off the rails again, but. If that's what they're offering four major league ready capable players right now for Juan soto to plug into that team that instantly makes them a better team they've in, they instantly are more competitive they've got more depth they've got you know if they if they get injuries they don't have to fill them with a guy that's not ready they've got someone to come up like that's that changes your organization in, in one transaction. All
0: right, well, let's bounce then and get some other teams in the mix. Let's do the two New York teams together. Uh, the the Mets and the Yankees, Yankees, obviously both in. The Mets are, would and this article says, Mets looking to give up uh, left-handed pitcher David Peterson, Francisco Alvarez, who's the MLB's number two overall prospect. He just got put into AAA and homered in his first or second game. MLB's number 20 overall prospect, Brett Beatty. Third base, shortstop Ronnie Mauricio, and outfielder Alex Ramirez. So that's four four of MLB's top 100 prospects. And then Yankees on the other hand. Now this is it's a little bit bigger in my opinion of a package. Yeah, a little bit. Glaber Torres, who I believe is an All Star snub. Nestor Cortez, All Star pitcher. Anthony Volpe, MLB's number eight prospect. Jason Dominguez, MLB's number 39 prospect. And Ken Waldachuk, another top 100 MLB prospect.
1: Who is your most prized prospect as the Yankees Dominguez.
0: fan? No, no. As a Yankees fan in general, it's Volpe. But... Yeah.
1: Over, is it Peraza? Over Peraza?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volpe and I believe Dominguez? in most people's. Yeah. I believe in most people's minds, Volpe is uh, the Derek Jeter shortstop for the next 10 to 12 years. Peraza could fill it for a year, but people are in on Volpe.
1: How do you think Nestor Cortez has become like a cult figure in Yankees world, which is very difficult to do, as we know? How do you feel like fans would react to is, do you think fans if would they be they like, yeah, Soto, sell high? The
2: Yankees fans, like, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing right now. They have to sell now. or they'll, And no offense to Nesta, but he's not going to be the second or first starting option in the playoffs. He may not even make the roster. Really? Yeah, to, yeah. Well,
0: I think that he'd be on the roster because he can come out of the bullpen as well. He's sure. done that year's Am prior. I missing something? But, I mean, go and look at the April-May numbers compared to the June-July numbers. I mean, wow. Peter said it a bunch. Once you get film on certain guys, you know it's all ebb and flow from there. So, yeah, Nestor, I love having him on the mound, but for sure, if Juan Soto is going to come in, yeah, I'd, don't get I'd me wrong, that. I'd take him. I'd take him tomorrow. Yeah,
1: this game logs,
0: but I just think that he's,
2: you know, the initial first two months of guys seeing him for the first time, like I love what he does. I love the I love the, the trickery. I love the different arm angles, but it's just not sustainable. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the tough one for me is Glaber because that's a bat that struggled in years past but has kind of come back around now. Um, like I said, I think he's borderline all-star at this point in the season. So I've seen what Dansby be, has been able to do this year as far as
2: the consistency goes in his year, that like a, the amount of time that it's taken him to be able to get to this point. And I think similarly with glaber with as far as his development goes like people were so mad at him and frustrated with him and not running out balls and Dansby's never done that but i'm saying now that he's maturing and developing and he's doing it and on at the big league
0: level i think he's going to be a superstar so what are our takes on the yankees and mets i think the
2: mets positioning if the mets can throw money at it they're a chance because steve cohen has got unlimited supply of of he's basically scrooge mcduck so um I think if they can just throw cash at it,
0: they can send cash the other way and then re-sign Soto for a long. Or they can take contracts,
2: like they can take contracts and send cash, and then be like, "Yeah, that's what I think." So rather than prospects, because I mean, I'm sure it can work that way. I don't know how they'd be able to do it, but um, you just saw the offer of 35 million to go with Corbin's contract. So there's cash going back and forth all the
1: time. But do you even think that the Nationals? would trade him to the Mets? Like, would they even allow him to stay in the NL East? Because like if they Maddie get the said... Best,
2: if they get the best prospect that helps their organization, I don't think it's going to factor where he goes.
1: I just... I mean, Maddie made the comment, but the Yankees package that's listed here is much stronger than the Mets package. I mean, Francisco Alvarez, obviously incredible pickup, and the Mets just drafting Kevin Parada might... That, and it says that in the article. That might help them part from him a little bit. But like, I know Brett Beatty's a pretty big name, but I don't know. You, you compare the names between the Mets and the Yankees, but just like, I, I have a hard time seeing him staying in the NL East.
2: Right. I just don't see, he's not going to sign with the nationals. So if you're the nationals, you're going to try and just max out whatever package package you can get and whether that's from arrival, whether that's from Japan you just want to get the best you can to prop up your about to be sold franchise.
1: Okay.
2: If it does go down, like if something does happen to go down, it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest amount of names and prospects that we've seen transfer. I think.
1: Yeah, and that's what Without people are saying. I mean, trades like this don't happen often like the last time this happened this last time a trade of this caliber would have happened is miggy in 2007 but like on one hand you can list trade packages that will even be in the same stratosphere as i've got one for you okay
2: look up the mark to share trade
1: mm-hmm. maddie
2: mass mark to share out to the atlanta braves we gave up matt harrison elvis andrews neftali Feliz, jared saltalamakia and Bo jones for a six month rental of Mark Teixeira. Three of those guys were all stars.
0: Four of those guys were all stars.
1: Jeez.
0: Let's bounce Let's. a little more south than Atlanta, real quick. Because the Rays are on this list as a <laughs> team to get Juan Soto, pair him up with Wander Franco. No way that's going down. The Rays here, it says, now we could list the the trade package, Randy Rosarena, Josh Lowe, Taj Bradley, who just got, who just uh, debuted in A. Curtis on that list. B, and wasn't Seth he the Johnson. starter in the Futures game in the yes. AL?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's the package. But the rest of this article says the Razor could be the most likely team to sign him and then trade him within the next two years to get a bigger haul back. Basically betting on a two-year window with Juan Soto and Juan Franco and then trading him before their deadline. Now, I'm not sure if the article makes complete sense in that case because Wander is injured currently. So this season would be out of the question. I don't think Wander's coming back this season, um, but I could be wrong. And then you'd have to trade Juan Soto uh, before the following playoffs. Two years. He's missing
1: five on July 11th. They said he'd miss five to eight weeks.
0: Okay. So. So essentially the whole
1: season. Yeah. But like it would be september right yeah it would be a playoff
0: that. run with both of them
1: are they if the playoffs started today would the race be a wild card
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay i i personally don't think the likelihood of the rays going in on him is that high
2: yeah it's a i just all the appeal for him to like
1: hit, could oh, you imagine I'm, him ending up at the drop how anti-climatic would that be <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: Welcome, Juan Soto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of out on that. Interesting package, though, with Randy in there, with Taj Bradley in there, with the Australian in there. Um, but that's
2: that's the that's the that gets it up the line for me. You throw an Aussie in there. And hey, it's just I saw basically- somebody.
1: I saw somebody called you like the captain of Australians in America or something. Loved oh, really? They, well, you posted it. You, like, reposted the picture on your Captain's Instagram story. A, 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 did I? Like You just put it on your story. Oh, no, it was, you and oh, like no, a... it was
2: two, another Australian guy. Yeah,
1: but no, he, he, like, called just... you, like, the captain oh, of Australian-Americans or
0: something. I don't read it. I don't. Okay. I it and I posted it and I'm without reading it. That's smart.
1: Mm. Maddie, go on.
0: The Rays might not be that likely. Another guy that's probably not likely, Greg Morris, because mm-hmm. he's running card shops. He's not into the big trades in the MLB. That's a great point
1: into sales, sales, sales.
0: However, Greg Morris is the most trusted sports card seller on this planet. He sells over 80,000 sports cards every month, which is over 2,000 a day, exclusively on eBay. Now, while we were talking, I pulled up a Juan Soto listing on eBay. I'm not sure if it's a Greg Morris card here, but if you guys had a guess, it's a Bowman Chrome Juan Soto refractor, autographed to 10. PSA nine.
1: You're speaking in a language that I don't speak. <laughs> okay.
0: Who is Basically it? Basically a prospect card of Juan Soto, his first ever MLB <sighs> card autographed in, in good condition. What do you think it's listed at on eBay?
2: One of 10, you said?
0: Yes. $1,500. Kelsey? Uh, Just guess. I
1: don't speak. Okay. Um, $1,501.
0: Kelsey wins. It's $249,999. Yes. So Just Kelsey missed. is the champ of the guess the one Soto price game. Shout out
1: to price is right, baby.
0: Greg Morris sells baseball cards from every era, pre-war, post-war, modern. Why do people trust Greg Morris cards for buying sports cards? Greg Morris and his team hand grade every card that they sell. Buyers have been trusting Greg's grades for years. If Greg says the card is mint, you know the card is mint. So go to gregmorriscards.com to see their inventory. Greg Morris cards. Here's a special deal, John Boy listeners only. They want to give $10 in free cards just for hearing about them through John Boy Media. So go to their website again. That's GregMorrisCards.com. Find the cards you want, and if you win the eBay auction, message them with the code John Boy to get $10 off your order. We'll do the a little dive into the NL West. This is Kelsey okay. Domain. Because there are three teams out there that could be potentially in on Juan Soto. One of them, obviously, the Dodgers. Here, the trade would be Juan Soto, Patrick Corbin, and Cash. The Dodgers would give them the haul of Dustin May, Bobby Miller, Futures Game Starter, Andy Pages, Miguel Vargas, and James Outman, all top, all but one top 100 prospects in MLB. Um, they'd obviously be taking Corbin back as well. The next team is the Padres. Now, this was another huge haul in my mind because you're throwing back CJ Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, two guys that have made their MLB debuts this season. Adrian Morhan, Robert Hassel III, who's a big, big prospect and uh,
1: looked really the- good in the Futures game, too. Got a lot of attention there. Right. Bobby Barrels.
0: Bobby Barrels. Joshua Mears who's the Padres' eighth prospect. Last but not least, the the subtitle here is Giants Land Barry Bonds 2.0. The Nationals would be getting back. Logan Webb, who's not even a prospect, just a bona fide pitcher in the MLB. Uh, Marco Luciano, who's the MLB's number nine prospect. Kyle Harrison, Luis Matos, and Heliot Ramos. Which of these NL West teams do you guys see most likely?
2: Well, the team that was able to pull off a Trey Turner and Max Scherzer trade last year seems likely to be able to pull off a one soto trade, if I'm honest. Which sucks. But I just if they if they get one soto, we still beat them.
1: <laughs> I feel like I feel like and maybe this just speaks to my lack of knowledge in the Dodgers farm system because you don't really pay attention to the Dodgers farm system because they're just always winning at the MLB level and there's never any focus on it but
2: it's like one of the best farm systems too which sucks
1: well is is i mean i don't know the other i mean i know the name James Outman randomly but like Andy Pages and Miguel Vargas Var, Vargas um I don't know. Obviously I know Bobby Miller, obviously I know Dusty Ma- Dustin May, but this package seems a little light to me unless I'm like totally disrespecting Andy Pages and Miguel Vargas. Like none of these packages blow me away.
2: Yeah. The Cardinals one that was mentioned is the yeah. only one that really, that Cardinals the and Yankees already... have blown me away. Yeah. But again, the Dodgers have got cash. Yeah. Um, and an abundance of guys on the DL too. You see a lot of deals, sorry, IL, you see a lot of deals made with teams that are trying to win now where they trade away injured prospects as well, where, oh man, we need to, we need to go get someone right now. We'll give up max free. Right. So Dodgers have a ton of people on the IL right now who they could possibly be uh, throwing into a deal as well. So I don't know. I, I just, I, Every time a deal like this comes comes out, I'm like, especially the Scherzer and Turner one. I was like, really? That's all it took. But this one, I don't think it's going to be that.
1: I guess I just don't see the Giants competing enough this year to
2: want to go. I mean, for they're like in that.
1: the wild. They, yeah. I mean, they're two games out of the wild card right now. But like, I don't see them like going for it this year. And not that I mean, you would have one Soto for a couple of years after that. The NL West is so freaking brutal, man. I just feel like there's like it's impossible to get a window um and the Padres like I guess I could see the like Padres emotional about it do you, want to, do you want to talk this out <laughs> the Padres <laughs> made, like- like, <laughs> I don't know I'm just like none of these three teams are I mean obviously I think the Dodgers have the biggest chance but I could see the Padres making a splash Cause I feel like they make a lot of swashes and it just doesn't Yeah, but they'll do for it for
2: the same reason as the Rays would do it. They'd do it to keep him for 12 months and then get something back for him. They wouldn't be like, Yeah, we really want one soto to be the future of the Padres. They're doing it for a business decision.
0: Hmm.
2: Which I mean, I feel I feel like Juan would fit in at anywhere that he goes, obviously. Yeah. He could plonk into any team. You'd make room for a Juan Soto. That's yeah but he's going to end up somewhere and he's going to be really, really rich in two years time. I just love the fact that he handles it well too. I I do. I think that, you know, the thing with Will Smith, I think it's hilarious. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: I think, uh, (laughs) I think that he just, even the intimidation factor of him being so young and so confident and just taking pictures, like he knows that he's going to, he's going to hit a missile off you. Yeah. I love watching him
0: play.
1: There's one team left, Maddie, and this is a pretty good one.
0: Ah, yes, Juan Soto to the Mariners. Now, in this deal, the Nationals would get George Kirby, MLB, Jared Kelenic, formerly MLB, and Kelenic. very good AAA bat. So, if you could tweak something there, uh, Noel V. Marte, who is, I still think, super underrated prospect. No, he flies under the radar, but he has great great numbers in the minors uh harry ford uh who was a recent draft pick and has been doing very well at the low levels emerson hancock another guy that whose name you see pop up that just continually throws uh, gems and then juan pinto kelsey what what draws you in here
1: i was just saying that if you compare the packages that we're seeing in this article to the package that the Cardinals reportedly from this random Twitter account offered and was de- declined, yeah. none of these packages outside of the Yankees hold a candle to what the Cardinals were apparently offering. Um so I just see it like any a hard time of any of these deals getting done unless it's the Yankees.
2: So my whole argument is I think it may get done this time because if you're a team owner or and or GM and you're looking at a deal and you're thinking, okay, so this is I get four major league ready players right now and two prospects. What am I gonna get in three months' time? What is this offseason gonna look like? And you break it down and you, maybe you lose one prospect or maybe you lose one MLB. But as you linger, you see the number and the amount of people that you're gonna get. To diminish so i just think that, that the incentive to get rid of him this to get rid of him the incentive to trade him this this trade deadline is much higher than it would be in the offseason and next trade deadline yeah. especially because they know they have absolutely zero chance of, of extending him they've tried everything they can and they've publicly shamed him for not signing a deal that was clearly nowhere near what he deserves so the relationship strained and he just got to get out of there now so i think now's the time i've changed my mind he's
0: going. All right, before we dive into Aussie lingo.
1: Oh, shit.
0: All right. The Aussie lingo is brought to you by Hudson Valley Renegades, a team that might have a very different look in the upcoming weeks if certain trades get made. Because the number 39 prospect in all of baseball, Jason Dominguez, is set to debut for Hudson Valley this week, which by the time we're reading this, he already has. There was a little rumor that sparked because Dominguez got pulled out of last night's game, I think, or yesterday's game. So Twitter started to tweet away saying that the trade was happening. Regardless, Dominguez is the Yankees' number three overall prospect, and he is now with Hudson Valley Renegades, the high A affiliate of the New York Yankees. Join them for their homestand from 726 to 731 against the Mets High, a Brooklyn Cyclones. Come get a look at the future Subway Series stars and enjoy fireworks Friday through Sunday night. For tickets, call 845-838-0094 or visit hvrenegades.com. Now, here's the special deal. Buy one, get one lower box tickets the rest of the season with the code JOMBOY go head over to their Instagram and Twitter as well. That's at HB so that you can stay up to date with Jason Dominguez and all the other Yankee top prospects as they make their way through the farm. Make sure to visit HB to get that deal of buying one, getting one lower box ticket, the rest of the season with code John boy. Nailed it.
2: Nailed it. What nailed it. <sighs> okay. Tinny.
1: Um, spell it.
2: T I N N I E.
1: A cup of tea.
0: Okay. I will go with an ant. Oh, my Tinny Marge. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> no, a Tinny is a can of beer because it's made out of tin. Gives a cat will you? Put mm. our in the back of the car. I
1: like it. Do you though? I like you it. You say that
2: every time, almost like I say, so
0: good.
1: No, there have been some that I don't.
2: There like. has been some. Roof and yeah. Nunkum or whatever that. Fair Dinkum.
1: I like Fair Dinkum.
2: Funk and Dinkle, I think it was called in, in the early stages of the show. Funk and yeah. Dinkle.
1: Yeah. As we, it really moved around there. Just in case you
2: were wondering, guys, if you made it all the way to the end, you deserve. remote box box. there it is
1: well we're obviously going to be tracking this one so to trade hopefully it doesn't break in today or tomorrow before this episode comes out um but like holy smokes this is going to blow up all of baseball buckle your seatbelts baby put
2: them on strap them in i don't know i said put them on and strap them in not strap them on or put them in
1: it. That, right? Good clarification there. Good clarification. Um, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Farm on, farm often. Where is he gonna end up? We'll wait and see. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday.
2: Let us on the jay